Uber X, Uber Black Car, and now Uber Eats on this tech edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly, joined here with the incomparable Dylan Lewis. How are you today, sir? Pretty good, Sean. We uh, were fresh off of Foolapalooza yesterday, yeah. our, uh, our annual employee uh, uh, business meeting. We all get together, hang out, celebrate the, uh, the year that passed, the year that's ahead. Uh, what was your favorite uh, memory? My favorite memory um, might have been Amy Dykstra singing... Uh is it Thinking Out Loud, that Ed Sheeran song? That uh, that was pretty magical. Yeah, that was absolutely incredible. That's, uh, yeah. The business meetings were great. But yeah, no, good stuff. She, I mean, I hear her singing in the lobby sometimes. Come to think of it, that is, she does just walk around headquarters singing. Yeah, I we, think she might be trained. Yeah, yeah, clearly. They're like, hey, we need you to walk around singing. <laughs> anyway, back to business. Um, first and foremost, we're basically just talking about um, the future of online food ordering and delivering, I guess. I don't yeah. know how else I would say it. And uh, we might be at the advent of something big here. First and foremost is Google with their place and order. Yeah. What's the deal here? So that was kind of the catalyst for us talking about this. I think they announced yesterday um, that for mobile users, uh, if you were to search like Five Guys or Quattro Formaggio, something like that, uh, something local around here, uh, you would be prompted. Are you making hints about our lunch <laughs> later today? I don't know. Tonight it might be a Sweet Fire Donna's Day. We'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so as you search a restaurant, you'll be prompted to place an order rather than uh, you know go to the page or something like that. And so uh, my immediate thought with this was like, whoa, like what's happening with Grubhub on this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, that but, could really theoretically mess them up, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but before you go shorting Grubhub, um, what Google's doing here is integrating with uh, six food on-demand providers, uh, including Grubhub, uh, Seamless, you know, something else they own, uh, Eat24, Deliver.com, a couple others. Very cool. So, uh, did you get uh, any kind of a read on how Google's going to make money off of this? Will they get like one percent of the total bill, or what's their game there? Yeah, that wasn't clear. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that could that, be huge. Like, yeah, that's like, yeah. <laughs> um, everything that's out on it right now is kind of those like press uh, press release briefings that are scant on details and high on optimism. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see what happens with this, um, but. It's it's nice. I mean, if you're especially if you're a Grubhub investor, to see that uh, Google's integrating them into a solution rather than displacing them from the market entirely. Right. <laughs> Which I don't know. I'm I'm kind of wondering why because Google's relentlessly competitive with some, you know, everything they do. So yeah, and I think one of the most interesting things about this is you get a chance to look at how two tech giants approach the same problem differently. And so you know we have Google here, and if you remember back to I think it was like late December, uh, Amazon launched takeout and delivery. And so this was their like local food option, and um, you know this, this pilot program, and they launched it in Seattle, uh, and it's been really small, you know. So they decided, you know, it's hard to know whether it's a novelty project for you know where they're uh, they, they have a big presence, you know, they have a huge corporate presence out there, um, and so they have about like a hundred participating restaurants there. Uh, whereas Google said, hey, we're going to partner with people that are already really entrenched in the space. I think. Grubhub has about uh, 30,000 participating restaurants. So, you know, it, it's just totally different. Um, and I think Amazon wants to own it. Maybe Google wants to partner up and take advantage of other people's scale. Yeah, which is obviously ideal. Uh, so the delivery market itself is about $70 billion, nine, $9 billion of which is online. Is that going to be a lot higher in 10 years? Yeah, uh, it's hard to believe that only nine billion is online. That's very odd to me because I do a lot of online ordering for my food. 
Yeah, and what I realized was just kind of how I use uh, my phone and everything is I was catching myself googling things, and then you'd click like the click phone the number. call button. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, this might be a data play for Google too. Uh, just knowing more about all of us. <laughs> yeah. So rather than getting you ninety percent of the way there and then having you call and you know be off of their grid, you know, like you're still yeah. on their platform when you're making all these decisions. Can you imagine our coworker Vince? What Google will think of him? They'll just be, boy, this guy really likes Thai food. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a Google Maps of Vince going around the DC restaurants, all all Thai places, <laughs> yeah, it would, just, it would just be covered. I mean, like he he gets around quite a bit in yeah. the local restaurant scene. So for investors, if they want to take advantage of this, because it does seem like this is the start of something. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these numbers are not large for the for Google or Amazon. Is mm-hmm. it Grubhub's kind of your only play? I think so. Yeah, uh, like you said, and this is a drop in the bucket for Google. Uh, like it's not gonna really move the needle for them. Um, same thing with Amazon. But uh, you know, I like Grubhub. Um, I wrote something about them back in September, and you know, I was just kind of checking back on it recently. I mean, they're up like fifteen percent since then, and, and that's even after getting beat up pretty bad after posting earnings. Um, they're profitable, so that's a win over some of the other companies we've talked about in the past. <laughs> exactly, yeah, for the tech space. Um, something that I really like with this integration, I think it underscores uh, the importance of Grubhub uh, testing out its own delivery solutions and some of the acquisitions they've made. Uh, I think they bought two delivery service providers in early 2015. Wow. And so I, it was like $55 million, Like It wasn't like a huge acquisition. But um, you know, something that we always talk about with these tech companies is like, just attaching yourself to a platform and then being at the mercy of the platform. Yeah. And so like, you know, at least here like they are not just the platform. They that is reliant on Google search. Like they are also providing the delivery functionality that uh, you know, it would be expensive for Google yeah. to figure out how to make that happen. Uh, so they're uh, they're offering quite a bit more than just, you know, search and make food available. So uh, and that's actually a really good lead into our next topic which is Uber Eats. Yeah, it was like the best week and a half in food delivery news ever. <laughs> I am very surprised that Uber is going this direction. I, I anyway, okay. So what are the, what are the details? Uh, so they piloted this program out in Barcelona, um, I think last year, and they are now Spain, right? Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why Barcelona? I wonder. I don't know. Why not like London or New York or anyway? I'm not sure. Uh, but they have brought it to the states. Uh, it is in New York and Chicago, and so. It's interesting because it's not quite Grubhub, uh, it's not quite Seamless, and it's not quite Amazon takeout and delivery. It's kind of this weird hybrid. Um, so Uber drivers, or in some cases uh, bicycle messengers, uh, as I've read, uh, will go to restaurants, pick up a certain kind of food, and it will be like a specific sandwich that's available on the platform, okay, or a salad or something, but not so the is it like menu. So is it like, you know, you'd have a, a an Uber you know, bike messenger or whatever, they would go to the pot belly down the street and they would pick up five chicken and cheddars. It's something, uh, that's yeah. that's what I'm understanding it to be. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, what they're doing is it's select menu items from a handful of restaurants in okay. Chicago and New York. And it's a uh, flat delivery fee. I think it's three bucks in Chicago, four bucks in that's New York. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, and they're right now in New York, they're doing it between peak lunch hours, 11 and 2. Wow. Have um, you gotten any sense of the adoption rate here? I don't know. It it seems expensive, right? You know, uh, guys at Mashable, um, a couple of their writers did a product review, just kind of like looking at the experience for users, and you know, it was like a fifteen dollars sandwich plus tax and delivery wound up being like twenty bucks. You'd have to be really busy to make that 
worth your time. Like, yeah, I think it works for large catering type things. Or yeah. you know, if you were like ordering lunch while you're having a meeting, and you know That's, there were like six yeah. of you in a room, like maybe it makes sense. Um, but they're also promising a 10-minute delivery window. That's pretty sweet. Which is insane. Yeah. So, like, order at noon, it will be there between 1 and one ten. Wow. I gotta. I have to think that this makes uh, has some legs because, um, obviously, you have to have a certain population density to make this work. But we just had um, – it's not very rare for our listeners. We're here in Alexandria, which is right across the river from D.C., and uh, they just opened up a Panera to go. It is it's the size of a normal Panera, but it is a has a very large kitchen, only about ten tables for you to sit down at. But they're pitching to the whole corporate governing angle. People that need to just get to the courthouse here in Alexandria or something. And um, they the second that thing opened, I started seeing tons of delivery cars for Panera to go all over here. I, yeah. I was. St- Stunning how many people were ordering Panera and just having it delivered. And this is the perfect area for them to do that. I mean, like, there's a bunch of corporate offices, uh, you know, a lot of people that are probably just looking to have lunch or meetings catered. Yeah. So it totally makes sense. I really wonder when they're going to do Uber to go or Uber Eats here. That's, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Part of me thinks that this is Uber just throwing a ton of stuff at the wall with their platform and seeing what works and what doesn't work. Um, you know, and the, the use case is, like, uh, to me, kind of limited, you know, with right. the expen- how expensive it is. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, it's fun seeing these tech firms tackle old old economy-type things like food delivery and... Uh yeah. So anyway, very good. Well, thank you for your thoughts, Dylan. Have yeah. a good weekend. Yeah, you too, Sean. And uh, for our listeners, before we go, I wanted to make all of you aware of a special offer for all of our industry-focused listeners. If you're looking for more foolish stock ideas, Stock Advisor may be the product for you. It is our flagship newsletter started more than 10 years ago by Motley Fool co-founders Tom and David Gardner. We are offering the lowest price out there for all of our industry-focused listeners. It is $98 for a two-year subscription to Stock Advisor. You'll get two stock recommendations every single month with insights from our team of analysts. Just go to focus.fool.com to take advantage of this deal. Once again, that is focus.fool.com. And people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks. Don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Dylan Lewis, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on! Fool on!